Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. Now let's get it started. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wednesday. It is time for Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. My name is Colton Cockrell, Certified Financial Fiduciary, Independent Financial Planner with Cher McKinley, also Best Looking Person on the Podcast. Just kidding. Cousin Eli and Trisha Stetzel. Just had to throw that out there. It's just one of those days. I'm feeling it. So we have an awesome guest today who's actually been here before, but I do not want to steal Trisha Stetzel's thunder. So First, let me introduce everyone to our wonderful, incredible, amazing co-host who's always here week after week, Wednesday after Wednesday, the hostess with the mostest, the one that has incredible hair right now, Miss Trisha Stetzel. All right, all right, all right. No. Almost. He, he has hair like me. <laughs> hey, everybody. Trisha Stetzel here, Results Extreme Business Solutions. And I am stoked to have a great friend of ours back on the show to talk about something that he does on the side. And he was on the show recently to, to talk about fitness and running and all of the cool things that Colton wanted to talk about. But today we're talking to cousin Elijah Blaze Moran today about his photography. So welcome to the show, Eli. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. I, I love being on the show. I could do this. I could do this every day. You guys should just like. If any of you guys are out of town and like need a sub host, I will fill in. <laughs> I'm so bad. All right, we're gonna take you up on that offer. <laughs> I guess he's been here. He's done the show plenty of times where he knows how it's ran. I guess, uh, man, I feel like I'm being pushed out the door here. There's, uh, there's a little bit of competition. You should watch out. <laughs> yeah. So, Colton, you better start introducing me right, or I'm just gonna replace you. I'm just saying. Man, that's a uh, wow. I feel too <laughs> rising. Okay. Well, anyway, hey, I want to go ahead and jump on it. I got a ton of questions for Eli. We're going to talk about something that's pretty fun today. We're going to be talking about photography. And now I know what everyone's thinking like, oh, that's my, my daughter does that. Oh, oh, my sister does that. Everyone does photography nowadays, right? That's, that's kind of what you hear. So really, I want you to first kind of set the stage, Eli. Tell me the difference between a photographer, photographer, and just a photographer, if that makes sense. I'll tell you. So there's your iPhone photographer, right? Um, iPhones are great. They take great, amazing pictures, right? And then you have your uh, your person that you see like at the zoo or um, at the park or something that just has, you know, a DSLR camera um, just on the automatic, like shoots how it is type of person. And then there's a mode on the dial that has a big M. And that stands for manual. Now, if you're someone that knows your settings in manual, you're probably more of a higher level uh, photographer. So I would say someone that that knows their settings. And if you know your settings, you know what I'm talking about. Um, then, yeah, I would say that's kind of the, the gap between an amateur and a, a professional photographer. That's uh, know your settings, kind of like Trisha would say, know your numbers. Uh, I, I, I feel like every time we have you on here, you just say those buzzwords that Trisha just like eyes get big and she's just giddy over there. I love it. Oh, that's why we're best friends now. You didn't know since he was on the last show. Now we're best friends. Yeah, we kick it on the weekends. Coach, coach and coach and coach. Right? I'm saying it just depends on what kind of coach you are. All right. So, um, Eli, I, I love photography. I have a I have a really nice camera, but I never put it on the M. I always keep it on the A. 
<laughs> Otherwise, my pictures are horrible. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I think everyone chooses the type of photography uh, based on something that they love. So what is it that you like to photograph? Well, if you could guess it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could. Uh, it's fitness <laughs> photography mainly. Um, so I, I love, I, one, I'll tell you what I don't love. I do not love staging people. I don't like to, uh, to tell someone, put your hand here, turn this way, that sort of thing. It's not really my style. Uh, it's not something that I enjoy or love. So I always refer those out. Uh, but I do love doing competitions, uh, going to any local gyms, places like that, and just helping them capture the moments and things that they're trying to get across to their communities. Um, and I think that's always just like the biggest thing. And then when those people get to see, I'll tell you this, everyone wants to look like the famous athlete person that they follow on Instagram, right? Everyone wants to have this awesome picture of them doing, you know, an overhead squat or a snatch or, you know, an awesome clean and jerk with 500 pounds over their head. You know, everyone wants to look like that person in the gym, right? And so when I can capture those moments and give that to them, it, it I don't know, people just love it and it excites me and it makes me want to get better at, at what I'm doing. That's, that's cool. So for someone who wants to go to that point where they are shooting M, give me some pointers. What can they do? Well, you got you got to know a few things. You got to know your shutter speed. Are you writing this down, Colton? <laughs> there you go. He is. <laughs> you got you to learn your shutter speed. You got to learn your ISO and you got to learn aperture, right? So all these things play into a one big thing, which I would say is your lighting. Um, having overexposed pictures, meaning there's a lot of light and a lot of whiteness in the picture uh, and post and edit, you can't really do a whole lot with, right? If something is underexposed, it's a little too dark, you can always kind of brighten that up and fix that. Um, but just making sure you're having those right. And then just being creative, right? I think that's what makes photographers so interesting. I think that's why people want to be photographers. They see a picture, you know, if it be on the wall, if it be at a museum, if it be in a picture frame on Instagram, whatever. And they're like, how did they do that? How'd they take that picture? What was the angle that that's what draws people in and that's what's excites them. That's what, how I got into it, right? I saw these pictures of, of of a lot of things and I was like, man, how did they do that? I was like, I need to go figure that out. You know, and so I bought, you know, just a, a cheap, I think it was a, it was a Canon Rebel uh, T1, I think, you know, just a, a three, $400 camera. And I just went out there and went to work, you know, and a lot of times I didn't know what I was doing. I was watching a lot of uh, Peter McKinnon uh, tutorial videos on YouTube and I just, I just lived it, you know, and that's kind of how I, I do a lot of things is once I put my head into something, I'm going to work my butt off until I get it figured out. Uh, and so, yeah, I just, and then I started to figure out my own style and kind of what I liked and um, what really fit me. So figure out your aperture, your ISO, your shutter speed, and then do what excites you. And that's what's really going to push you to do better on all your other bases. Mm. Oh. That is so cool. And I think, you know, what you're doing in these action photos, right? These people are doing an activity is so different than what you talked about you know, sitting somebody in a chair and having them pose. And I know there are a lot of photographers out there that are very good at that. Yeah. Uh, but I would guess that these action photos may be a little harder to capture the moment. Am I 
off base. Most yeah, of my most of the things I take pictures of are very still. <laughs> yeah. There's there's definitely a lot of funny faces. And so I usually save that for their birthdays. And I'll post their uh, their funny pictures <laughs> on my Instagram of them, you know, like with their tongue out funny or like that just looking ridiculous. I usually yeah. Like right before they're locked out is like halfway, you know, and they're like smirking weird and their legs kicked out funny. Those are the ones that I post on their birthday. So we get lots of those. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, missed shots and almost got you know. Uh, but as you get better, you start to learn kind of where you need to be, um, where not to be. Um, I think one of the biggest things that photographers learn is and it's usually not until post-production and you start to see what's in the background. People always tell you, look past what you're shooting because there's plenty of shoots starting out that, you know, I didn't realize I was shooting, you know, a really pretty scene of this couple, you know, and then I looked in the background of my shots after and there's just cars like streaming by and I'm like, why was I set up there, you know? Um, and it just makes a whole lot of work on the post side that could have been avoided. So teaching people to, to think not what you're shooting at, but look past that and think about that because it's going to be a huge hassle on the back end dealing with it later. Yeah. And, and it's, it's important um, for sure. And, and the funny thing is, cause when you were talking to your previous question about, you know, you like, man, that picture, that angle, how do they get it? There are times where I'm at the movie theaters and I'm sitting there and I'm watching a movie. Well, I guess not really anymore. Sadly, RIP movie theaters. But um, you know, you're watching and you're like, "That is a, that is an amazing video shot. How did they get? You know, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And at the end of the yeah. movie, instead of like the ending, you're like, "Did y'all see like in that that the room like the shot over the over the ceiling fan? You know, things like that. It's just so yeah. uh, it, it's really cool. I mean, people are very creative. I think it's very important if you're going to go into something like this, you have to have uh, some creativity about yourself because that's what makes these shots so interesting. Anyone can take a picture, right? Anyone can get their their ISO aperture and um, uh, oh, good shutter speed, right? But at the end of the day, you have to have some shots that people are going to want to look at. So I, yeah. I think that's so cool. Yeah, it's, All right. really, it's really fun when when you learn, you know, when you see those things with like the the steel wool, how they make all the lights. You know, with all the designs, you know, a lot of times you see them at weddings and low light stuff. Um, those are so much fun to do and just also just teach people. You know, I think I talked a lot about just helping others and teaching people in our last video, but it's the same thing. I, I have plenty of young photographers that come to me and they're like, man, how did you do that? You know, and there's definitely a certain category of photographers that are like, oh, go figure it out yourself, you know. But but for me, like, I just love helping people get better at what they want, right? I, I feel like I would not be doing the photography world a, a service if I just shut someone down that's wanting to learn that, right? And I don't think if, if you're, it sounds like you're not comfortable with your skill set if you're afraid to help somebody else, right? And so having the confidence and the want to, to help someone is, is, someone has always, I think, helped help you or you, Colton, uh, or myself get to where we are, right? There's always been someone that has, whatever it is, big or small, has helped us get to where we are today, right? And maybe if that person wasn't in your life or was like, nah, you need to go figure it out on your own. I don't know if we would still be in that same place. So um, always just being exciting to help others 
to get those cool and those crazy shots, you know, because you never know where some of these people are, what's going to inspire someone, right? You never know. There's been so many things that have inspired me in my photography that are just small and random, but I has changed my career in the style of photography that I do that I can never do that to somebody else. Well, that's why we wanted you back on the show because we know that you're such a giver. I, I love that about you. So I would like to know what is the what is your most favorite moment that you've captured in your photography over the years? Oh, that's a good question. That's a Colton question. Thank you. Oh man, but she beat you to it. She's getting better. She is getting better. My thanks, Eli. Be, oh man, my favorite shot. Um Probably one of my very, my very first shots, um, I was using that, that same camera that I was telling you about, and I was working uh, my very first competition. Um, and so there's 200 plus competitors, you know, all on the floor, all working out as hard as they can, as fast as they can right beside you, you know, and there's a couple other photographers and they have tons of gear. They have all these nice lenses, you know, and here I am, you know, thinking I was hot stuff with my one little camera, you know, just out there doing my best, you know, and I felt overwhelmed and I felt maybe a little out of my rank, you know, and I decided, here's one of my crazy shot ideas, I didn't have a zoom lens at the time. So I couldn't be standing far away and get what we would call like an up close shot. So I had to be basically right in front of, of all the athletes, competitors competing to get certain shots. But I had this idea to get these pictures of people who were doing uh, burpee box jump overs and uh, push-ups with two people on them. So both people are doing uh, push-ups, but one person's hands are on their uh, feet and the other person's feet is on their like shoulders. Hard to explain. Wow. Um, but no one was really getting the shot. I came with the idea to get to basically get on the ground and get a picture where you can see both of their heads, like in the bottom of a push-up coming off of the ground, you know, so you get that close-up shot of what it actually feels like to be like right in front of them doing this workout, right? Because no one was able to get that shot. And I was able to get that picture and it was, it stood out for the whole competition. They've used it, you know, in their marketing and stuff, you know, and it's, yes, I only had, you know, a $300, $400 camera, but I was able to kind of to steal, steal the show with that, with that one shot. And that's kind of just like what's inspired me. And what I tell people all the time, like, you don't have to have a $5,000 camera with the best lenses if you know what you're doing and, and you're willing to, to do it. So. Yeah, that's definitely my best shot in so my eyes for me. So passion is more important than than having the best gear. Yeah. What it like. Yeah. Goodness. Know your settings. Know your settings. Trisha, what are the three <laughs> settings? Go. Uh, ISO, shutter speed, and lighting. <laughs> no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's close. App? Aperture. I got it. Nice. Look at you go. All right. So I want to, I have a question for both of you. Have you ever used an old school Polaroid camera? I know they make new ones that make those little tiny Polaroid, tiny pictures, but I want to know if you've ever used an old school Polaroid camera. Yeah. We're not that young. Yeah. I with mean, flash cubes. Yeah. With flash cubes. Oh, wait, 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 Come wait, wait. on, really? A flash cube. It had yeah. a pop-up flash thing, but I don't think it was a cube. 
No, the cube. So you put the little cube on, oh, and every time it, it had four, it, you could use it four times. The bulb would pop every time you used uh -uh. it. No, I, I haven't used yeah. that, but I have used a Polaroid camera. I, I thought you were going to be asking me a question like, "Have you ever used uh, one of those cameras, like a disposable?" Video yeah, right. The this the little what is it? Kodak, a Kodak, yeah, yeah. The little pa paper cameras. <laughs> I got a funny story. I had a buddy that. <laughs> He, he had we went to summer camp right and his parent his mom sent him with like a few of them right and he Eli, was, Eli, hang on are we are we getting in some dangerous territory here just gonna be mark explicit <laughs> i don't think so i don't okay. think so proceed <laughs> and so we, he took like three of them and every time he would take a picture he'd be like man that was a good one huh I'm like yeah it looks good and he was like cool and when he finished a camera, he would just throw them away. <laughs> and so <laughs> when we got home, his mom asked him, and she was like, hey, where's where's the cameras? And he was like, what do you mean, where's the cameras? I threw them away. She was like, what? And you were like, she was like, he was like, they're disposable. Aren't you just supposed to throw them away after you take the picture? <laughs> He's like, no. Oh, Lord. And so I, I, it gets better. So I asked him after that conversation, I was like, so you were asking me if that was a good picture because you thought that was it after that, right? And he was like, yeah, they called it a Kodak moment. I thought you just had the Kodak moment and it was done. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. Coach, <laughs> hey, real quick, snap, do, do, you, do you consider that a good picture of you? Oh, you do? Awesome. Kodak moment. All Great. Right. Trash. He's like nailed it. Gone. I'm a fantastic photographer. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious, man. Eli, leave it. Leave it to you to to make a. I thought this was gonna be about 15 minutes. We're already at like 17. So leave it to you to, to have fun and make this long. But hey, here we go. Another random question. I know you're used to this. All right, and I, I kind of I recycle this a lot, but I'm just curious because um, just because I know you're somewhat of a health freak. I know you like pizza, but if this was your last day on Earth, okay. You get one more meal, anything you want. doesn't matter. The cost doesn't matter anything. Give me your entree. Give me a side, your drink of choice, and your dessert. Go. I'm going to go with uh, lemonade for my drink. I'm going to go with uh, buffalo-style chicken uh, pizza, thin crust. Mm -hmm. um, and then I get a dessert and a side. Mm -hmm. Ooh, side is going to have to be um like those uh garlic garlic bread twists probably and then a dessert would be uh what i call a razzle dazzle berry pie uh so it's like four or five different berries in a pie and it's phenomenal i i bake them and they're phenomenal all right. So new rule here. Uh, if you're going to come on the show a third time, you are required to, to bake that for both Trisha and I. So just throwing it out there. Yes. Yes, Real. definitely. I can have that. to have pie. All right. Pie. So the thing that we know about you from past shows is that you are a millennial. However, you identify with us old people better. Well, wait, saying. hang on, hang on. He doesn't <laughs> identify. He says he's been told, but he personally doesn't identify as an old soul. Fine, Colton. Fine. But hey, let's go ahead and do this. So, um, and we can get us around photography. Eli, can you give uh, your information? Again, I know you know the drill. Spell it out. Uh, let, let our listener know how they can find you. And if there's any, like, if you have an online portfolio or anything, that would be awesome if you can also give that information. 
So it's Dominate Photography. That's D-O-M-I-N and then the number eight photography. Uh, that's on my Facebook, my Instagram um, and Twitter as well. So I just post everything on there. You want to see what my work looks like. You just go to my, my, uh, my page on my Instagram. I got everything posted there. Uh, you can book me through Facebook, uh, shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to do. Like I said, I mainly, uh, do competitions, events, venues, that type of stuff, uh, for athletes. And then I also, um, have my share of senior photos, um, as well, like I said, I really don't do um, a lot of portrait photography. So anything that would pertain into that, I usually uh, reference out to other photographers. And just so our listeners know, so Elijah Blaze Morin, E-L-I-J-A-H-B-L-A-Z-E-M-O-R-I-N. Yep. And Blaze is my middle name. Just really. People always don't like, they're like, oh, I just thought that was like a nickname or something. It's my actual middle name. Doesn't surprise Cousin me. Cousin Eli. Yep. <laughs> Cousin Eli Blaze Morin. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show with us again. My name. <laughs> we had so much fun. You know what? Because I mess stuff up all the time, Eli. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'll practice people's last names and I'll still mess it up. <laughs> it's because I'm from Texas. I say things the way they're spelled. I'm just saying. That's all. Well, Thank you welcome. again for being on the show. We had so much fun. Uh, Colton, any parting words? Um, Trisha, you can mess up names as much as you want. I still love you. Just want to let you know that. I know. I love you too, Colton. That's so sweet. <laughs> there was a heart-to-heart moment right there. Having, having a moment. I know. And you witnessed it, Eli. Yeah, you witnessed it. All right. All Thank you audience. again. Yeah. All right, guys. Here we go. This concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap Connecting Business Perspectives. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap Connecting Business Perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Colton Cockrell with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas, 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Pacific. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.